0: Midlife Moxie. We are a community and podcast all about midlife women making this one of the best seasons of their lives. Well, I'm one of
1: your hosts, Gail. And I'm Christina. We're going to be sharing our stories, struggles, and joys while bringing you experts on topics that you
0: care about. And we're going to do it while having a whole lot of fun. So buckle up, girls. Let's get our Moxie on. Welcome to another episode of in My City. I'm your host, Kayle.
1: And I'm Christina. And we have the most fun
0: guest today.
1: All the way from Auburn, Alabama, we're talking to
0: Amy Barton Cotney. She is a color lover, a believer in moving out loud. A realtor by day, the creator of Happy By Night. So welcome to the
2: show, Amy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Well, we wanted you to be on our show because we just think you're hysterical. we well, have been following your social media, and I found you and your husband dancing months ago and have just been intrigued. And the more and more I follow you guys, the more and more I'm just like, I have to know more about this chick. So, what would you want us to know about Amy of Sweet Home Auburn, Alabama?
2: <laughs> well, there's a lot. There's a lot. I'm, I'm a little extra. I'm not going to lie. We've become an internet celebrity
0: over a million <laughs> followers on you
2: know, TikTok. <laughs> a million. A, a million, million on TikTok, really yes. A million on TikTok. And about a, all, approaching 100,000 on Instagram. hmm Okay. On one of my accounts. I have another account, too. So, I, I have... Two Instagram accounts, and then um the sweet well, old i found them both. Well, you didn't do your research, honey. No, I said I haven't them, them both. I've
0: done them both. I follow both. I'm a stalker.
2: I'm <laughs> an Asian <laughs> grown, cottony,
0: freaking stalker fan, super fan. But I'm not on TikTok, so I haven't found you there. But gosh, you're a mid-50s, 55, yep. mom, realtor. Yep. Realtor. How did you become a TikTok
2: celebrity? Okay. Well, that's that. So I've always, when I started selling real estate in 2016, so I'm in it almost, going into my seventh year, I've been in it seven years. Um, I decided that I needed to do things a little bit different. I've always gone to the tune of my own drum anyway. um, Marketing is my passion. So I decided I needed to dive into video. I live in small town Alabama. Everybody has been here for their whole entire life, and then I come in, and so I'm I'm like, well, what can I do to make myself a little bit different than all the other realtors out there? How am I going to get attention? How am I going to get business? So I started doing video. Um, my son is a videographer. What well, he started about the same time I did. And he and I did a lot of videos together, and um, he left and went to Atlanta. He left me for bigger gigs, and, um, a- I and heard, yeah. I, he, he's on. He's out now, now he's like filming rappers, you know, and big wig stuff. Um, so, so, you're, you're
0: like, an
2: afterthought now. You're- I am. I'm like, he's like, mom who? Um, so, I started hiring, um, because that's a huge part of my lead generation, is my video and my marketing for, for um, like, selling homes and buyers and stuff. Um, I hired a, like, like we live in a college town, so I started getting all the interns from the, um the department of videography basically in auburn alabama auburn university and um COVID hit and my little videographer he'd love for me to call him that i call everybody little little something yeah. he had to go yeah. home to his mom you know and that left me to my own device which obviously might not be a really good thing <laughs> and I um i started doing tiktoks and like i was my husband is in the medical field, and when COVID first came, we didn't know, you know, like, what the hell it was. And so I'm like, I'm going to go to our little cabin at the lake with the dogs, and you just stay at home. And so I was up there drinking wine every day, making TikToks. I mean, I had a really good time. I loved it. I was <laughs> like, this is the best thing ever. So drinking said, wine, we- making TikToks.
0: And were yeah. these, these first ones, were these about real estate or just about no. anything?
2: No, I was really poking fun actually at the stay home moms, and I was trying to teach them how to, you know, how to do math, how to teach their kids how to do math. One sip, <laughs> two sip equals two. <laughs> one plus <laughs> one <laughs> equals two. I mean, that's what I was doing. <laughs> so you're <laughs> so, You know, they're all stressed out, and I'm up drinking wine. Um, my, my kids are older, thank God. Um, anyway, uh-huh. that's kind of what happened. You were we did one worse. video, and it just went. And actually, I think Kurt was in my first viral video um, on TikTok. We were dancing in the kitchen when that happened. By that of time, I started, who getting started a little bit of the dancing. Yeah, who started that? Oh, me. I did the marketing. I just tell them what to do. That's that's this like that's what I do. But okay. it was when I found
0: you. Is I think Kurt's dancing did it.
2: Yes. The yes. dancing
0: guy in scrubs. And you're like, why is this guy in scrubs dancing on some? So, Amy is the brains behind dancing her,
2: I see. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. I just can't you know, Well, so our first viral video, he was in the Scrubs and the Scrubs are a godforsaken green. I mean, they're ugly as hell. And but they stood I mean, that
1: And and wait, we just need to we need to tell our audience right now. She's in a vibrant yellow sweater that is absolutely gorgeous, and then she's got this necklace that's rainbow, and she's got her bright lipstick on. I mean, just she is all about vivacious colors, and you can just see that. I love color. I love
2: color. color.
1: The green scrubs. Uh, Yeah, and 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 Santa
0: Claus.
2: They're so, and he dresses up as Santa Claus, too, because he, he's he's about to be on a Santa Claus diet, is what he's about to be on. <laughs> he's taking the Santa Claus thing to the next level.
0: And I, it's, <laughs> the like, wings. it's the wings he's eating on the
2: couch. It is. Yes, that's off. exactly right. He's like, he likes oh, me. Lord. Everybody's like, oh, you poor Kurt. You make him be Santa Claus. I'm like, poor Kurt. He loves being Santa Claus. Are you kidding me? I'm you? dying. I mean... So see, at first I thought
0: there's this crazy guy that dances and embarrasses his wife. I didn't know you were behind this
2: the whole time. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm the creative, and he just to um, he he loves to dance. He's a way better dancer than I am. The, but the first video that we did was very like on a whim. We were just dancing in the kitchen, kind of thing, and it went viral. Going viral, like on TikTok, is like a million views or something like that. That's going viral. Um, so that's kind of what sent us off into TikTok land a little bit. Um, and the reason, like my, I'm a marketer and the reason why he wears scrubs a lot, he is on call a lot, like, and he wears these, that he has to wear those color scrubs. Sometimes people think, here's what we get. Oh my God, I can't believe he was just in surgery and he's got home and you let him come home with these scrubs on. They don't know that it might be a Sunday afternoon, that he hadn't even been into the hospital yet. They have no idea what, what goes on. Um, but I put him in this. Usually, if we're doing a video um, together, mo- the majority of the time, 90%, he'll have his scrubs on. There's a reason for that because people don't recognize him without the scrubs on because that's our brand now. And usually, a lot of times, we're in front of my orange refrigerator. Because that is what people go... They associate us with bright colors, warm refrigerator, curtain scrubs. And if I don't have that, it's not going to get seen. It just doesn't. People don't don't recognize
0: it. That's your style. Okay, so we've established that you just started kicking it around in boredom during COVID. And now you've become a TikTok star.
2: Who was Amy before that? Same. But I just had people... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, <but in> private. <laughs> oh, I haven't changed any. I just had somebody making the videos for me. Now I now I was making them by myself. Um yeah. So and years ago, no have you always been
0: this vibrant
2: flower? Unfortunately, my mom would say yes, I have. Yes. I love it because I
1: don't think it's an unfortunate thing. No, she she thinks it is. Thing. I embarrass
2: the hell out of my mother. I, I mortify my very preppy Ann Taylor mother to death. <laughs> like
0: <Isn't> another <that laughs> mom for you.
2: In the in the yeah, south, you
0: yeah, get a get lot of my aunt used to say, "We don't do that." Yes, we don't do that.
1: Oh, we don't not do that. That. Is, that is that is that how it goes in the south? Yes, because yes. yes. you know I'm <laughs> <laughs> cause I'm over here going, "We don't do that." The family,
0: do not embarrass yeah. the family. Do what you want at home. Run drunk in your house, you know, naked and everything, but don't call it okay. embarrassing. <laughs> So, Amy, we look for women who have their midlife moxie, and you certainly do. And I love that you didn't tone down over the years and say, oh, I'm 50 now, I'm 55, I should act or be a certain way.
2: Have you had pressure to act or be a certain way with age? Um, You know what? I think that... Um I've actually gotten a little bit worse with age.
1: <laughs> and, I was just going to ask that. Yeah, Did you get I have,
2: younger um, younger at
1: heart yeah, with your age going up? Because that's what it seems like. I do.
2: Well, I don't I've never I've been very blessed with um am I allowed to cuss on this podcast? Yes,
1: absolutely. We love <laughs> Jesus, but <laughs> we
2: cuss a little. It's I okay. uh, Go. I have I have been blessed with a the, the gift and it's a gift because a lot of people don't have it of like not giving a shit what people think about me. I don't care. Um, I've never, I've always been like that where I don't really care. I I don't want to be like everybody else. Like, I don't go, I'm going to buy this Gucci purse or this Fendi purse or whatever Louis Vuitton because everybody else has one. I'm like, Mm -hmm. give me, um, the most obnoxious person that nobody else will have. And I've always been that way. It's just gotten the, you know, now it's like, now I'm really telling people what I used to be. I'd be a little bit more watered down with my things. Now it's like, "Mm." <laughs> I don't give an F. I'm I really don't. Three I, at that math. You know? You see, I, I love that. I
0: love that you've become more you in midlife, not less mm-hmm. you. Because we see a lot of women over time, they lose themselves to the labels of yeah. mom, wife, realtor, teacher, nerd, whatever. We lose ourselves to all these labels and what is expected of us in how we dress, what we do, where we go, what we say. And I love that you've not lost that. What do you, what do you attribute that to Amy? I,
2: I, you know, I, I try to share that message. That's one of my, that's a message that's very important to me when I am doing what I do on social media. Um, because I want to like, and I, I get so many DMS you guys about, Hey, Amy, thank you. You're letting me, you're sh- let. You're showing me that I can be more myself of how I want to be. Um, and when I started this journey on social media like this, I never thought that that was where I would go. I was just wanting to sell the houses, you know, wasn't about me trying to, um, be the, you know, Hey, do, you know, wear color, wear whatever. You don't have to look like everybody else do your own thing. That was never my intention. It's just how I am. And I think because I'm pretty authentic and real with it, that people appreciate that, and especially women. That's my that's you know who who I get the majority of my women and gay guys. Gay guys love me too, Um, so I love them. But. I'm sure the gays love you, girl, because
1: you're just you're right up their alley. They're like, yes, queen, bring it on. You're probably the
0: stylist for them. You know, we're always looking for a guy to style us, but you're probably styling them. So you haven't been a realtor that long. Did you feel pressure when you became a realtor to say, oh, I better be more business-like?
2: Yeah, no. Um, I will say, (laughs) I will, (laughs) because I don't know how to like. If I, well, I'll tell you this, this is actually a good story. So I, I, my second brokerage, when you're a realtor, like you jump around, like it's like match.com changing brokerages until you get the right one, you know? Um, so my second brokerage, um, happened to be a brand new brokerage. I was my first, I had finished my first full year. I only know really one way to be. And I know that with me, um, especially if I'm going to get business, your vibe is your tribe, and the people who like me are going to use me. And if you don't, you're not. I mean, it's just like that, and uh, that's how that's how it is in any kind of a business. Okay, actually. I want to stick a pin in
0: that because I think that's what a lot of people miss in life. I think there's an audience for anyone. Yes, and there's an audience for everyone. So when we try to be like every other Tom, Dick, and Harry, you're just splitting up that audience. There's an audience for Amy. There's an audience for Christina, and especially when it comes to social media. I find a lot of midlife women get really nervous about putting themselves out there, even if they have businesses like Christina and I have businesses we promote. And I work with women every day that are scared to do that, and they're afraid of what people are going to think, and they think it's not for midlife people or older people. And I love that you didn't take on that mindset. Thank you. That <laughs> you saw you saw the benefit, and I love that you said. I'm also not going to be go out here and try to be so-and-so. I'm looking for the people that want Amy. And when you went into real estate, you said, I'm not looking for the person who wants a buttoned-up, three-piece suit, old-school realtor. I'm looking for somebody that wants to do business with Amy. And I think that's where the magic happens, Amy, where you're... you're I mean, we all want to appeal to the masses to an extent. But when you find your niche and you find those people who really you and who you are and what you're about, then it becomes much less effort built. You know, it's not as hard. You attract those people and you guys are on the same wavelength. So it just works better. So I just want to pause for a minute, minute with that, that you went into it saying, I'm looking for the people who want Amy to be their realtor, not for the people who want me to be somebody else to be their realtor. So I think that's a really important
2: I, uh, I mean, I'll be so. I don't know. I mean, if I were to be somebody else, and I, 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 mean, it wouldn't, I wouldn't sell, be able to sell near as much as what I sell because it's me being fake. Um, and I, and I really think too, in this new, new, uh, like world that we're living in, people are drawn to people who are authentically themselves. I yes. think a part of, of the social media problem, especially with women, I, I do consulting for uh, with other realtors on their social media. Um, that the biggest thing I see is that they overthink a damn post. They just overthink it and overthink it and overthink it. and and I'm like, why? why do you do that? Just put it out there, just put the content out there. Um like like I said earlier, the people who like you are gonna like you. if they don't, they're not. And who cares if they talk about you? Who cares? So, let's you be have,
0: clear, don't post a picture with your underwear laying in the background or your. No,
2: you're, yeah, well, well no. smart, but you know, women but, are
0: afraid to pull the trigger at all and show themselves. No. I think you have to possess a certain amount of confidence, and you have that. Uh, I'm so sorry. Well, it's but I it's ready the,
1: to be um, okay, so, uh, I, I have a quick question for you, um, Amy. Yes you know, one of the things that you said earlier was that you love marketing Mm -hmm. and you had somebody that was your little video person and then COVID hit, he went home. You were like, I'm doing it myself. So where are you at today with, you know, because you're consulting other agents about their social media. So where are you at today with your social media game? Do you post your own stuff now and you create your own stuff and that's how it's going to be? Or do you also, um, have those interns that are posting for you as well? Like what does your social media game look like?
2: Okay. Um, well, so nobody, um, posts for me ever, nor, nor will they ever. Um, I think that once you do that, your personality is gone. Nobody can talk like you. Um, nobody can mm-hmm. post like I do like they, I have to speak it in my voice. Um, I have, I do a lot of my own stuff as far as like filming YouTube stuff and whatever. I I use my own. It's so easy nowadays. I use my own iPhone. Um, I have a, a, another son who edits my videos because for me, editing is taking away time from selling real estate. So I just, I, I shoot a lot of content on maybe a Sunday or Saturday and, um, I, I send it over for him to edit. I still have a videographer that does my um, really good home stuff. Like if I have a, a listing that I need it shot really nicely done, um, I use him. Uh, but for the majority, I shoot everything myself, and I do I'm, I do all the creating myself. Yes,
1: that's awesome. That's awesome. And so you go in and you use that that skill set and you coach other people within your organization to do the same. And one of the things that you were saying was that you are like, just post it anyway. And so we're in this midlife space where we have found, like Gail was saying, that people don't want to pull the trigger, you know, or they're so afraid of what other people will think of them. And so I'm sure you come across that too. What is your what is your go to tagline for them? Or what do you well, they what's think conversations? They don't I mean they don't yeah. not, not
0: perfect.
2: Well and your life's not been perfect, right? No. Oh my God. No, I've had, I mean, and I'm pretty much an open book. Um, Kurt doesn't like it if I'm too open sometimes. Like, why do you have to say that? Don't say that. But, um, I don't (laughs) care. I mean, I don't, you know, people feel like if you're more open and honest with people, they're going to accept you a lot better than you trying to hide your, you know, stuff (laughs) from your past. But, um, so, so with women, and it's kind of sad. The, the majority of what I get is, well, I don't look good on camera. Um, I, I look mm-hmm. old. I look fat. I sound Southern. I sound country. And so my response back to that, which is kind of blunt, is, well, you look like that in real life anyway. And Mom, you're just going to <laughs> <laughs> like, I look fat on camera. And it's
0: like, well, you are fat, get Gail. Get a grip for it. Yeah. I mean I love, I, love I love it. I am 55. What's wrong with that? You know you have
2: to embrace it. Like I so on TikTok, TikTok is freaking brutal. Like the amount of um you know, I have a lot I have a lot of uh, support on TikTok. I do. But I have a lot of like when you hit a certain amount of followers, you have to be prepared to not get your feelings hurt. And that's a that's another gift. I've got I've gotten two gifts. One is I don't give a shit. My other one is um, doesn't really phase me because they don't know me. So it doesn't mm-hmm. phase. You. It's not like it's my kids. Even though my kids used to be mortified with me being on TikTok, I've, they're like, hey, mom, can you give me a shout out? Can you tag me? Well, no, I can't. I'm so sorry. Oh. You know. <coughs> <laughs> you, got, you got, I'm here. Yeah, now, you, know. you got big. Um, you got big, and they're like, let me do this. Is that there
1: are
0: other 55 year old women who want to see another 55 year old woman doing the dang thing? Mm-hmm. We think everybody mm-hmm. wants to see 20 year olds who are perfect. And what I said when I started getting on social media I mean, when I say social media, Instagram about nine months ago, I really decided to dig into that was, you know. There's there's gotta be some out there that wants to hear my voice. That voice has been said. That that twenty year old perfect makeup is out there. That skinny mini, that's out there. But yeah. Gail's not out there. And I, I just really want other women to see that they have a voice and they have a space. So what would Kurt want me not want you to tell us anymore Yes, we want to know
1: those things. My, your your husband sounds a lot like my husband. My husband's always like, you don't, you know, you don't need to say that. I remember when um, we first started dating. I have a daughter, you know, she's my bonus daughter, but I call her my daughter. And we were having conversations about drugs. I'm like, yeah, I've used all the drugs, and <laughs> I've I've been around the block like 15 times. And I'm like, what? And he's looking at me like what are you doing i'm like listen this is the hard knocks life okay you got to you got to know what you need to know and at least i can help her and guide her through the streets okay. cuz the streets are not easy so i'm trying to, i'm, I'm trying to you. think
2: of what he wanted me not to say because you don't really have to say all of that do you and i don't think it was about any of my past relationships cuz he doesn't really care I, I mean i had somebody tell me today um your husband you can just tell uh, he exudes confidence. Like, you have to be a confident man to be married to me. You really do. Um, not that I'm going to run you over, because he does not let me run him over at all. Right. But he, you know, you know, people are like, you're making him do that. I can't make Kirk Cotney, do anything he doesn't want to do. Like, I mean, I don't go, go get your damn Santa suit on. We're going to go do a TikTok. You know, he, he does what he wants to do. But there's certain things, like, in our private life that he doesn't want me to, to blabber about, whether it be... Um, like he has a, like, for example, (laughs) he has like a, a stupid little painting. I shouldn't say stupid little, he has a painting business on the side. And he's like, don't tell everybody I have a painting business on this. I'm like, well, why not? You do. I can get you more business. And he goes, well, I just want to do that by my, you know, he doesn't like certain things. He doesn't want me to say out loud. Um, or it could be, you know, he's never had kids before. Um, he married me. I was his first wife. God love him. And he got so, and, and so. A lot of times, I like to talk about that. He doesn't necessarily <laughs> he want me to talk about all that kind of stuff. Um, little things like that, but no, definitely not nothing about his um, his his uh, close family, like his mom and dad. He doesn't really like me talking about that too. Off limits. You know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a little, there's, uh, there's certain things that are off limits. Now, me, I don't. I you know. I, I, I'm pretty much we're talking about it. Let's go. Um, but he he's got little. He likes a little bit of privacy.
0: I get it. But yeah, you guys seem to have
2: bad. such a playful relationship. We do. We're very lucky. We're very lucky. I have, you know, mm-hmm. in the past, I hadn't been in a playful relationship. And um, I really enjoy a, uh, that's kind of like where I'm at my happiest is being, being able to have somebody that's playful back with me, you know. Um, so it took me a long time to find him. And I tell a lot of people, you know, be patient because they're like, I want a relationship, but like there's no relationship is perfect. I'm like, no, it's not. Um, it might look, and that's another thing I like to tell people too. Social media, it makes people think it's like life is just perfect and whatever. It's not. I mean, everybody's got their trials and stuff. So um, that's a big lesson everybody needs to learn real quick because you can make it look really perfect when it might not be. So how um, do you
0: keep it playful? It, how old is Kurt? How old is he?
2: Mm-hmm. How old is Kurt? Forty three. I'm, I'm a treasure. Wait <laughs> a minute. You're forty five and
0: Kurt's forty three. I am dying. I love it. You yeah. get fabulous every day. So how do you keep it playful? Because I think sometimes when we get married, it's one of those points where we say, Okay, we need to sell in and our spinning laugh or you know we just tell ourselves these things as women. So how do you keep
2: it fresh and playful? Um, well, so, uh, you know, with real estate, that, that's a good question because with real estate, it's not like we get to go, I mean, if you leave town, your phone is going to ring and you're going to miss, uh, we don't get to go. I Before real estate, I, I was tra- I traveled a lot and I've been around the country and all over the world a lot. But then when I got this job, I kind of had to stay, you know, I can't go traveling like, oh, I'm going to go here and go there. So, so a lot of people think keeping it the, keeping it playful and fun, you need to leave where you are. Well, COVID taught me and that, was it called, taught me one thing. It taught me to learn how to entertain yourself in your own little house. Mm. And so we we find a lot of fun and joy in doing these stupid little TikTok dances. Um, he sometimes takes them a little bit more seriously than I do because he's a better dancer than I am. And he's like, you missed the count. It was supposed to be on the count of three. And I'm like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, you're bad. <laughs> so, um, but that's where we have, like, the last two years, with that being, like, a lot of time by ourselves in the house, um, has really been a blessing because we have made our own fun. It just comes down to something you can connect on. Because yes.
0: um For our anniversary, my husband gave me um, lessons, dance lessons. Um, what was it? What kind? It, it, it's like it, shag lessons. I'm sorry. I oh, shags so are fun. Shag lessons. It's big in South Carolina, like along the coast. They still shag a lot. And it was only like a quick 50 minute lesson once a week, but that was something that was just for us. Yeah. And, you know, it brought us close together. We're moving our bodies. We're doing something new. It was laughable. So I think when we're still doing new things and fun things and things that are just ours, I think there's something about that that keeps us young and yeah. keeps it, keeps it fresh. Now, what did you do
2: before real estate? Um, I have, I had, I've always been an entrepreneur. Um, so I've had several businesses, one to a couple brick and mortars where I sold home decor. Uh, I've done decorative painting. Um, that's what so I So you've did always been that artsy girl. Very much so. Amazing sense of style. And Thank I always love people that,
0: you know, like now I see clothes and think, oh, that looks like Amy. We had another guest on today, and I've gotten so used to her. I'm like, oh, that looks like Angie. And I love people that have that kind of style, that it's branded, it's on point. and And I understand that your car is branded
2: as well. Mm-hmm. It okay. is. I have a normal car. Well, it's not really normal. But I have a normal car, and then I have my phone, Minnie Cooper, um, which I've had for for 18 years now. But she's, like, striped, and her name is Spicy. And she only comes out usually on Fridays or when it's sunny. Yeah. So she's not very, one of my very favorite things. I love her. Um, but yeah, that's, she's, she's very much my brand. She, she's in a lot of my pictures actually. I think that one thing too, as far as like keeping yourself young and young at heart is to not take yourself so seriously. Um, that's key like you can't you can't take yourself so seriously you read my mind
0: that was gonna be my next question is how does amy stay young because you know it's kind of a slap when you hit 40 and then 35 and then 50 because of what society has told us about age. that you have to act a certain way this is gonna really be bad things are gonna go downhill like i just did a video this afternoon celebrating in 55 because okay? so i'm like I am in menopause. That shit's over. I don't have a period anymore. I don't have to take birth control. We can just, you know, go wild. You know, whatever (laughs) we want to do. If they walk in on us, that's their problem. I'm not responsible for anything they freaking do. I'm just thinking. I know it's not bad. Why not? I mean, like just freedom, the do- and I did it to the dog days are over, Florence and the Machine because I'm like, yeah, that freaking worried about snotty nosed kids and you know, room mom, like I never have to worry about freaking cupcakes to school again <laughs> and, and like, you know, just not it, I'm like, I don't really have to set an alarm for the rest of my life unless I decide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is, yeah. I mean, what's not to love, Amy?
2: I hey, I I am with you one hundred percent on that. I I think that the one thing that age brings is a little bit of wisdom, and it 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 is okay not to be perfect. Not I mean, here's what here's what I say, like um. But my kids go, you're a shitty cook. I'm like, yeah, I know. And I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> so hey. I mean, it's being okay. Go make your own food. Go make your own
0: food. That's or, right.
2: La- yep. I like to do. So I'm very picky with like, um, like, I, I like to suck at all the things that I don't want to do. So I intentionally suck at like laundry. I don't want to do that. Um, Things like that. And they tell me I'm terrible at it, which I'm like, okay, good. That's a good thing. But I think that you have to. Um, be okay with not, like, there's such a thing with, like, a, the, a stigma around that you have to be perfect, you have to do this, you have to be room mom, you have to do this, blah, 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 you have to be able to cook Christmas dinner. No, you don't. You do not. You'd have to sit down, drink some wine, and have some fun. It's what you need to be doing. Life is too short for all this other crap. So, you know, I mean. Uh, Because life have
0: defined us and have made us feel like we need to be the best at that thing. But there is something brain that says, I'm not great at laundry. um, I'm not great at laundry or whatever. And I don't give a shit. Let's be clear. My husband is better at the laundry. And lately, since I started this podcast and got some extra things going on, He's been doing more of the laundry, and I feel badly sometimes. He's like, I don't mind. I really quite enjoy it. I'm like, but well, just enjoy your little heart out. You know, <laughs> you know it I don't mind putting them in the washer. It's the rest of that part,
2: that folding and bullshit. I, no, I don't like doing that either. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. So, but you know, I also don't mind to take out the
0: trash or occasionally mow the lawn. So there is a give and take. Right, I own gas. I do those things that are considered masculine jobs. I help put the leaves outside. So. It's not like I'm just dumping on him, but I think there's the freedom in my life to own what you own, Mm -hmm. own what you're good at, and say bullshit on the rest. I don't have to be that. When we spend five times our 20s and 30s thinking we have to conquer everything, and that's what life has told us. Yeah. It's what my first husband told me, too, and he's gone. Mine, too. (laughs) He had to be replaced. You know, he wasn't perfect, but needed me to be.
2: Yeah. So,
0: yep. in you in thinking about midlife, what does having midlife moxie really mean to you? Mm. When you say that term. What does that mean to Amy?
2: What does it mean to me? Um, I, I I would probably say freedom. You know, um, freedom to express myself exactly how I want to. Like that's that's how what what I what I think um my moxie is. Uh, like I said earlier a lot, of, I've, I've always been really blessed to have, um, what I feel like, uh, the freedom to, to be myself. Um, I, I do want to tell a story about this though, um, <clears throat> about my, my second brokerage. I forgot about this. this is pretty important, um, about how I remain true to myself. And I, I think that's uh, as well as that's your, that's, a part of my yes. Moxie story is remaining true to who I am. Um, so I went into this this brokerage and um, I was doing videos. And so we had a, bought a drone, my son and I did. And we were flying this drone over this brand new neighborhood. And you know, you know that song? Okay, I can't sing and I can't dance, but I'm going to sing the song. Here we go. I know y'all are going to know it when I sing it. Uh, she's so high high and
1: lovely blah 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 blah. you know that song you know no y'all don't know it yes I do know what you're I know
2: what you're talking about yeah anyway it was a song playing we were flying this drone over the Auburn University Club and it was it was called Flying High. The, 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 um, the video was called Flying High over the AU Club. Well, I got called into the, the principal's office and they're like, you need to take that video down. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? It's my first drum video. It kicks ass. So I don't understand this. And um, they're like, because your your you're references to weed and pot and that you're smoking and that you're high. I'm like, what <laughs> are you serious right now? And I said, well, I'm not taking it down because that's not, I've never even smoked weed and I'm not. Now I'm going to drink some wine every night, but I'm not going to. And so anyway, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not taking it down. So we, we, I went on, I said, first of all, that cost me a lot of money to do that damn video and to stay it up. So I, I, I went, went with that. Second time I had called in, I had these little screwdrivers, you know, real estate, you need screwdrivers. I don't know why, but you do. And um it had don't don't let misprice like don't let housing uh, mispricing your house or something don't get screwed on mispricing your house is what it said. I got oh, that's cute. that. Yeah. Like you said the word screw. I'm like, "Oh my god." So with that, after, after that, I got into another little thing, but we're not going to talk about that one. And, um, I, and so I just had to part <laughs> well, ways. Gail and I are
1: like, tell us the tea girl, know, tell, tell us the it. tea.
2: I just had to part ways because like, for me, um, I knew that for marketing myself, I couldn't like be watered down. I used to have this saying called kill vanilla and I still will say that every now and then but for me it's like Mm. why what why would I want to be like everybody else I don't I don't even know how to be like everybody else I would never in a million years have thought that was bad I thought it was cute advertising marketing everybody else liked it but no so I I, I'll say this you know go with your gut um and stay true to you if you don't you're gonna be miserable like I would have been miserable if I stayed there and had to be like you know like you, you can't do this you can't do that oh my god don't do that Nuh-uh, life is too short for that. Amy yeah, I can totally
0: relate to what you're saying
2: Yeah,
0: I think I've always been Absolutely. that square peg around hole kind of thing and people yeah. always want me to, to be people always wanted me to, to be less less loud less vocal less out there less jumping around less colorful and you know I think part of midlife is realizing The people who tell you those things are not your people. Right. You Mm -hmm. made the wisest decision to leave and get amongst your people where you are appreciated and celebrated. Now, now let me be clear. We all need some polishing on the edges. I totally get that. I've had to learn to use my voice wisely and not just yammer people's, you know, speaking is a gift. Yammering is not. We all need... To be refined, I get that. We need to all be our best. But when you're truly just not appreciated as who you are and for the gifts and talents you have, that's sad. And I think a lot of women spend long periods of their time with relationships, with yep. jobs, with all kinds of things that are not in their gifts and talents. And something that I have learned in the last 10 years is that anyone working in their gifts and talents, That's going to be a blessing to everyone. It's a blessing to that person. It's a blessing to the recipients and the people who are organizing that space. And so I think that was very wise of you to say, this is not the fit for me. This is not where my puzzle piece belongs. And go to where it does. Christina, you got something on that?
1: Yeah, I want to know because I'm I'm hearing this commonality, right, of – I went to this brokerage and they tried to squash my creativity, is what I heard. (laughs) And she was Yeah. And and she was like, I'm not having it. And then I heard your first husband tried to squash who you were. Yep. And she was like, I'm not having that. And so was it hard? Because there's women out there that it's like it's hard to get over the committee of what everybody else thinks, especially when you're not naturally, like you don't naturally exude the, I don't give a F, you know, attitude. So what do you say to those people? What did, what did you do, Amy?
2: No, that's, um, so uh, we didn't talk about the, I think the biggest influence you have in your life or one of them, are, are how you were raised and your parents. They they really affect what you do down the line. The older you get, the more you realize that. Like, I look back at myself, I'm like, oh my God, I look like I'm going to sound like my mother. Help me, dear baby Jesus. Um, so... So my dad had a lot to say, like, uh, had a lot of influence on me. It's like, you can't do this. You need to get married when you're 21 years old. And, um, you know, you're not going to be able to take care of yourself and all that. It took me a long time to get to where I am right now, knowing that if this is a terrible thing to say, I don't want this to happen. But if Kurt were to croak tomorrow, which I don't think he is, although he is eating a lot of wings right now. And, you know, you never know, but <laughs> I could take care of myself because I but believe in myself. Those wings. He's- <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, I think I have, I, I, I know that I could take care of myself now, but it, it took mm-hmm. me years, years to get to where I am knowing that now I've always been a bright, um, person, like I've always been that way, I've been very sassy all the time. But I never really believed in myself until I started getting a little bit older and um mm. knowing how to put my gifts is what you said earlier to to good use. Um as far right. as let me ask me- you this. Did, you, did yeah. you grow up in the South? I sure did, yes. Where would you grow up? I grew up in Tallahassee, Florida, which is extreme. It's still, although people don't associate Florida as truly southern, but I'm in the I was in north the North Panhandle. It's pretty yeah, southern. North
0: Panhandle yes, oh, is out in yeah. That's it's
2: yeah, Island. it is in China's Georgia. Yeah.
0: We are, no, that's part of Alabama. It Just got confused. So <laughs> I think a lot of southern women, we've always it was not appreciated in the South to be loud and boisterous and out there as a girl growing up in the South. We're the same age so Yep. Assuming the things that were said to you were similar, you know, quit talking, I got in trouble in school every, every moment of every day for talking. Yep. And there was also a difference made between myself and my brother. Yes. I was, I was told to get the education, but there was never really any talk of what I would do with the education. Like mm-hmm. there was a vision created that you were going to be an executive. And when I was playing dolls in my room growing up, there were several iterations. I did play teacher sometimes, so it's just because I wanted like to be the boss. But I also, a lot of the time, played, like, bank and executive, and I imagine having a male secretary. I mean, I was a small child. This was before women's movement. I mean, that was my vision. I mean, a secretary was going to be in man. I mean, that was my childhood. And my parents, I remember, I've said this before I'm here many times, um, my dad would always say, you hey, your big-ass ideas, because... When I got a little bit older, we would play ten cars on our bicycle, you know, where you ride around and pretend like it's a car. Mine was going to be like things like a Corvette, and my dad's like, oh my God, and she is just, but there was just never, it was always that was too much, and squelched that crazy ass thinking, and then like my brother, at a certain point, my dad even hired him on his summers like home from school. I was over working at McDonald's. My brother was working <laughs> in my dad's business, learning about engineering. And I'm like, why didn't you, couldn't I answer the phone? Can I do anything? And there was a point where I'm like, you know, that sent a message that he was being groomed for something different than I was. Did you feel that
2: growing up in the South? Yeah. I, I think that's very, mm-hmm. I think that, mm. especially in the, you know, I mean, uh, 70s and 80s, like when we were, when we were growing up, like that's, mm-hmm. I, I feel like that was, is very, very prevalent. Um, you're supposed to go to college to get your degree in marriage, basically, is what that was. Like, I mean, that's kind wow. of, that's kind you're of what MRS. it was. Yeah, you're MRS, for sure. Um, and, yeah, my brother, my brother's always been the golden child. And that's fine. He's a lot yes. nicer than I am. <laughs> my brother, oh, Amy
0: will appreciate this. My brother would, I talked of college twice, you yeah, know, bigger, here go home. Even though I was on the dean's list. My brother, though, was on the dean's list at Wait For It, Georgia Tech. Oh, no. yes, yeah, you got to be the South <laughs> to understand, yeah, I'm the other child. But we were both being tested, we both tested for the gifted program growing up, but still Reed was always treated like he was a little smarter than me and a little more, he was always more grounded than me and more like sensible and calm and I was out here, hey, but that wasn't encouraged. It was not encouraged that I be out there or, hey, that's a good idea, honey. And I spent so many of my years trying to, like, tamper all this down, be a good housewife, cook, do all those things. And my husband, this is my second marriage, but we've been together 23 years now. Finding someone who appreciates just who you are is so liberating, but also that maturity and age and becoming an entrepreneur and having freedom to where – the things that make me who I am also made me good in my business. To me, those things were pivotal. Do you? Would you agree with that? Like changing your career, changing your husband, and I'm not recommending everybody change their husband, but some <laughs> of us didn't <laughs> choose correctly the first time because I was trying to fit in the mold the first time. I didn't know Some what of us was.
2: didn't choose correctly the first or second time. It took some of us a while to find the That's right okay.
0: That's okay. That's okay. For those I, things I, I, impactful I think- to you, getting back, or, you know, I don't know if you ever really lost Amy. I lost Gail for a long
2: time. No, I did. I, I did. I lost, I lost Amy for, a, I mean, a good 10 years I did. And I, and I think that's like, I think when your kids are a certain age, there's this like 10 years where all hell breaks loose. Um, mm-hmm. And and you're just swamped with all the kids stuff, you know? I, I, and I think that we all get a little bit lost at that point. Um, and people will tell you that, you know, I was definitely, uh, under more of a lock and key type of situation than I am now and um, was told not to do this and do that. That's by, that wasn't, that, that was definitely by a husband. Um, don't embarrass you. I mean, I have a very loud mouth. I don't mean it. Like that's just kind of how I am. So yeah. I think that, I think that I did get lost. And I think that with, um with Kurt and everything, he really, really lets me be me all the time. He might not like it all the time, but he lets me be that. He doesn't judge me at all, or just he's always one hundred percent got my back all the time, which is very nice to have, Um, you know. But you, I also am also with with that. um, It's been very big on just confidence in general. Like you know, the older you get, if you are. being your true authentic self, you're gonna find your confidence because, because it, it just makes you feel good. Like it's just this, um you 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 get you get more and more confident with being who you are and being okay if people don't like you. Um being okay that you have wrinkles on your face. Um I, I for the longest time when I when I first got on TikTok um I I didn't understand why they were calling me <laughs> Mrs. Claus. I was like wait now I'm not old and then I look and I'm like Well, hell, I forget I am 55 years old and these are like little teenagers on TikTok. No wonder they think I'm looking old, you know, but it it reminds me and that, well, Amy, yes, yes, you are. But, you know, I also don't, I kind of let it be like a little bit of lesson. And um, I hope that that how I am, my legacy is always for my kids to be. To learn from me to be true to themselves, um, no matter what, and um, you know, uh, uh, be don't like again. I, I really can't harp on not taking yourself so seriously all the time. Really, that's that's a huge thing for me as well. But being true to yourself too, and that's kind of my legacy that I want to leave my boys. I
1: right. love. Well, I love how you're. You're. You know really passing it on. You're passing it on to your children. And that's really important because then they're going to pass it on to their children. And that's how you start to change the world. You start to change the perspective of people. Um, you, you mentioned that you were uh, Mrs. Santa Claus or that people referenced that. And I remember being 20. 20. I was 20. And I was working for Mercy at the time. And my supervisor brought in her daughter who was like, I think she was four. And my supervisor said, she's as old as dirt. And she goes, yes, she is. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm 20. I'm 20. You're four. What are you talking about? But it's all in perspective, right? right? Yeah. And so I, I love you what know you're what? I love that you
0: your family. I don't roll up in here and think you're gonna call me by my first name and you're seventeen. They you, were well, uh, <laughs> calling me
2: or calling me Mrs. Santa Claus, and I don't really think I'm that old. Okay, I don't have gray <laughs> yeah,
0: hair. No, you're not. Admit, I, I mean, do want the, um, I do want the respect. I do want people to realize. No, I've lived a lot more life than you. you you're not gonna just act like I'm one of your uh, friends. They're at seventeen, but
1: it's so weird though when people say that. Like, hi, Mrs. Massey. I'm like. Who is Mrs. Matthew? That's because you, you are know?
0: from
2: like, California and not from the I, I, South. Yeah, the South, you
0: don't yes. smack your mouth, you don't say Mrs. or this. I mean, uh, oh, yes. It,
2: it, I'm like, oh. It's a term of respect. So it's
0: definitely a term of respect, I think. Yeah. Um, I feel like, too, that, you know, as we go forward, and, you know, I want to be clear that we're not trying to be 18. We're not trying to be mm. like we were when we were 18. But I do think there is something about your little girl girls, your little girl grades and, you know, all those things that were part of your just innate core. Like when you were, before you became influenced by the world and school and husbands and jobs and all that. I think there is something about connecting to that. But I I want the other generations to be clear. We don't want to go back. We don't want to go back. We like it how we are. We're like (laughs) badass and have some wisdom of the years. We don't necessarily want to – we want to be young and cool and hip, but not in that same way. And I think that's where some people get confused. Oh, you're just trying to look like you're 20. No, I want to look like I'm a badass 55. That's what I want to look
2: like. you relate to that, Amy? Yep, I sure do. I mean, I think that – well, I, I you know like let, let's let, let's just talk about social media and what people wear on social media to get attention, um, mm. which is nothing sometimes. Preach. You know, um, you yeah. should say what <laughs> they're not wearing. I think I think that that's a that's a huge thing. You don't. Ha- I want. I see. I see these younger girls. Um, so My kids are all in their twenties, and I, I I'm friends with all their friends, and so I see that these young girls wearing hardly anything um, on. Let let you know. I mean. You know, I mean, I go to tailgates. Oh, I, yeah. I know they're not wearing uh-huh. any clothes. And so they'll post, Where this is back to social media um they'll post uh, some i call it hoochie in the south we call it hoochie mama um oh yeah Yeah, she's wearing those coochie cutters the coochie cutters snap (laughs) is snapping
1: yeah
2: and then i you You better cover it up i'm when you live in a college town i I mean i'm very blessed to see a lot of things because it keeps you kind of young also living in a college town (laughs) but i'll see them post something without very very few clothes on and Um, I know that they're just, they're wanting like likes or whatever to, to, and that's why they post that. But then yet I can go and post my, kind of my message is then yet I can go post something with all of my clothes on. And I've done this before. I'm like, um, but like, I'll compare myself to a fully clothed, long shirt, you know, down to my knees and then. And I said, look, you don't, you don't have to, um, you know, wear hoochie mama clothes and, and be liked. You really don't. That's not how, it, how it's supposed to be. You can be you. Be well, God, I,
0: think, Amy, I think we appear in ways that we want to be known. And so, like, yeah. you want to be known for vibrant colors and rainbows and sunshine. I want to be known for polka dots and animal prints. When a girl appears with all her nudity out there, I fear, and my concern is that she sees that as her value. Yes, and, uh, her value yep. and that's what she yep. thinks she has to offer so I did not yep. see 50-year-old women still doing that just to be clear yes, what any of us are here for we are talking yes. about being your truest self not not being what you think the world wants you to be or necessarily giving them what they want being yourself and connecting with the people who want to connect with that person that's, right. that's the magic that,
1: that is the magic and let's say, and, and I love that you're teaching the other generations how to not only like be your authentic self, but also respect yourself in the process of learning who you're becoming. That's
2: key right there. Very mm-hmm. much key. Ab-
1: absolutely. And I think that's powerful. And that's the gift that you give to the world, not just to your legacy, but to the world. Um, there was something that, that you had mentioned that we were talking about where, it, you know, sometimes people say, well, why do you dress like that? You're not in your 20s anymore. Do you feel like people, either our age range, in our age range, feel maybe threatened by the fact that we can be authentically ourselves, and that's why they say those things? I'd like to get your perspective, and Gail, you can jump in, too, on this. So,
2: Okay. Uh, are, you, are you are you talking about like um, a negative comment on something that?
1: Yes. Yeah. Like, why are you wearing that? You're not 20 anymore. And it's not like you're wearing something that's inappropriate. It's just like, why would you why would you wear that? First of all, people you don't know. know
2: when to shut the hell up. Really? They don't. Like- <laughs> I don't. I don't know where these people like. They, they think they have to say everything. All these keyboard board warriors drive me absolutely insane. But they give me yes. great content, and I love them for that. Bless their hearts. Um, yes. But I think that I think that's just like some of that. Uh, some of the comments come from, and this this might be thinking too much. But I think some of those comments like that come from jealousy. Um, mm. Because maybe they don't feel confident enough in themselves to post a picture so they're going to just, they're, they, they kind of harsh, like, bring it back on you. Um, I think that you really have to, I mean, y'all, I get a lot of, like, a lot of hater comments and I uh, just have to put them in a box and everybody's like, why don't mm-hmm. you, why don't you delete what them? What you do block is so non-threatening. Books? The fact that people think they have
0: to come after you is just amazing. You know, why you, I, here's how that works. Keep scrolling. Yeah. Don't follow. Yeah. Block. You have lots of options. You don't have to comment on everything, but I do think people feel threatened, and yep. they comment on people that they thought is everything that they're not, and they hmm. it shines a light on all that they're not. And Amy, you're such a bright light, and I hate when people try to dim the lights in this world.
2: Well, I'm very like like this goes back to what I was previously saying that I don't. I'm very fortunate to where it doesn't affect me. I actually feel sorry for them because I obviously they're not happy uh-huh. with themselves. Um, I, for an, I, yeah, for an example yesterday, and but I, I want to tell other people that maybe get a bad comment. My, my goal, one of my very important to me to spread the word. And that's why I do a lot of bless your heart, um, comments back. So maybe other people will say, Hey, well, okay, well, it's okay to get a hater hater comment. Just, you know, like turn it back into something good and let people know that you don't have to, um, you know, snap back at them in a very harsh, negative way. You can say what you want to say in a kind of a bless your heart way. We all know what bless your heart means. But I guess. Oh, okay, like,
1: <laughs> well, yeah, we know it here in California, too. Let me just tell yeah. you when somebody says bless your heart, I'm like. Those a so cool. that good or bad? Hold on, wait. Let me get. Let me get the context real quick.
2: <laughs> I, I, I had, I had one yesterday, and um, she told me like I had. I know mean, it's like um, I did a post on uh different like headshots for for real estate. Mm-hmm. None that I were actually going to use. I just was like putting it putting it out there for content. And she said, I would never use you as a realtor. You're too weird. Usually I wouldn't comment back, but I was in like a you know a little snappy mood, snappy mood I should say. And I said, well then this is where I told her I said then obviously then we're probably not a good fit. Like you if I'm not you know why I want why are you following me? You know if I'm so weird why are you following me? Um, you know our our vibes don't mix and whatever. So. I think that's an important thing to remember when you do oh, um, don't overthink things and just like it, it's on them it's not on you they're the ones that are insecure there's no reason in the world she should have ever said that to me keep scrolling so i feel you know,
0: I love that your sweatshirt that you had on last week. Don't be a bitch.
1: Oh, I, I just That's that. my new word. That's <laughs> my new word. <laughs> don't be a bitch. You know, that's too short. Wait, that's too short's favorite word, too. I mean,
0: I mean, <laughs> if, you know, just don't be yeah, a bitch. Yeah,
1: Gail missed the context. <laughs> I, I, Gail, you I, said that's, I said that's too short's favorite word, too. So if you short. don't know too short. What? what? Oh, my gosh. It's it's rap.
0: Oh it's, Lord, the rapper! It's West
1: Coast rap. Oh Lord, the
0: rapper! I'm to hear the NB alternative alternative camp. That's him. Favorite, the rap.
1: That's his favorite word. Got a bitch.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay. love it. Okay. Oh yeah. I learned something new today. So I think you know. I think you're you're so right there, Amy, and that that confidence that you get in their life sometimes to realize who is not your audience, who is not your. Like, I mean, I've heard people over the years, i just thought, she's not my ideal customer. And mm-hmm. I don't even dislike her, I don't have to hate her, but, um, but I'm not the person for her. She needs to go find her person, her brand, her thing. And when we have enough confidence, we can do that. And that, Sometimes when you're growing, we have to eat a lot of crow and all those kind of things. I think as people, we do that outside of our brands. And sometimes we're too slow to realize, she's just not my jam. And you can like mm-hmm. someone and wish them well, and no, she's not my jam. She's not where I want to spend my time. And I think in midlife, we get a little more protective of our time and protective of our mm-hmm. circle. Amy's lighting
2: up there on that. You want to say something about that? I'm very protective of my circle. I will count on my, my hand how many people I actually will go out and do something with. Like, I, I, mm-hmm. it, it it, it might appear that I'm out. I feel like the older I get, the pickier I am with my really true friends and who I spend time with. Um, I find myself. Yeah, I mean, I'd just rather stay fucking home.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah, me too. You- I, really <laughs> I, mean, I would. It's like, like, you're not worth it, girl. You're going to bitch about the food at the restaurant. You don't want to go anywhere fun except Applebee's. You know, I don't want to go out with you. You know, and then you have those girls that just, I would go to McDonald's with you because the time is so That's rich. Right. Um, That's right. You we know, have one friend, we recently, back during COVID, we met in a park with picnics from some uh, publics just because we enjoy their company so much. And I think we get real clear on what we like and what we don't like. And it's not to be me but we have the confidence and we have that just, for me, I have that knowledge that time is slipping away mm-hmm. and I'm in that part of my life, you know, where we said one day, someday, well, someday's here, one day's here. I better make this the thing and I better make my choices carefully. And I really, one thing we want to do with midlife might is shake midlife women up to say, girlfriend, it's half over, you know, it, once you're 50, no matter how you do the math, it's pretty much half over. I mean, if you're lucky, if you're lucky, maybe over half. And we're still just humdrumming along. And I mean, I love that you're not humdrumming along, that you're always recreating yourself in new ways and like getting into real estate, a new career in your late 40s. I mean, yep, it was. I've been to feel the freedom to do that, yep, buy the crazy sweatshirt, to, to how long have you been currently married?
2: We've been married, um, we'll be six years in May. Yeah. So
0: married again at 49. I mean, you can create whole new lives at this point going forward. We are not done. We are not washed up. We know who we are. And there are people out there, if they're developed and mature and true in themselves, they're going to appreciate who we are. And if they don't, they're not for us. So I think that's one of the big takeaways that we could say yeah. that we
1: already agree well, on. Yeah, and and I, I hear with Amy's story a lot of pivotal points in her life. So, you know, one of the pivotal points was I got a new husband. Another pivotal point was I got a new, a new career change. And then another pivotal point is, like, I am mentoring and coaching women to figure get out, like, hey, talk. the social – yeah, I mean, really, there's there's a lot of pivotal moments in your life that I think, um, I mean, we could dive into so many areas, you know, I mean, just to even switch and start a new career at 40, what was it, 49? or Yeah, I think I
2: was 48 when I started, 48 maybe, 47, okay. 48, something like that, but yeah, it was, okay, so it was for, a big, yeah. you know, I mean... Um, And I, I don't even think I looked at it like that, but it was. I I always like a challenge. Um, So you know, I do a lot of different things. With I do real estate, I do the whole consulting, I do a lot of influencer stuff. I never, you know, thought that when I when I took on all this that I would my life would be where it is right now. I mean, I had no idea. So I just think you always if if you stay the same, you're going to get lost. You're never going to grow. And and we're we're right. 55 is still really, really young. And yeah. I mean, there's so yeah. much more out there that we can, like, I want to leave this world with no stone left unturned. My mom tells me that all the time. She's like, dang. I mean, uh, according to your Instagram stories, you're in Spain right now. I'm like, no, I'm really not in Spain. I'm at subway mom. But I, I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I I still want to leave no rock left unturned. Like, I don't want to re- have any regrets. Um, uh you know and, and i think that. this is this is what the new
1: i, I want to call it the new midlife woman yeah. is doing now I this mean, is yeah. what the new midlife it's woman is thing. doing and you you definitely are like everything that you've talked about every pivotal moment in your life every um way that you can have a teaching moment with you know other generations i think is super powerful and so you know you're you're Walking through this like a boss girl, like it is awesome.
2: Sometimes
0: then they we okay. can't control, you know? that's, that's, We do.
2: Yeah. Need a little but more sleep. Times,
1: yeah, but how many times do we see like the fifty-five year old woman who's like, Okay, I'm ready to retire? And you're like, Whoa, wait a minute. It's you still to, to be
0: tired and happy. Tired and happy and fulfilled is very different than tired and broke down and miserable. And so I encourage women out there, if things aren't working and you're not happy and fulfilled, I'm not saying leave your husband, I'm not saying just quit your job randomly, but look for what the options are. And I do think the universe and God roll them into your path. And you've gotta you've gotta learn to say yes and learn to say no. And it sounds like you've become really good at both, Amy, is that fair
2: to say? I think that's very fair to say. Yep. Because I'm, I'm very, very quick to say no. I'm not doing that um, with no regrets. I don't, when I say no, um, sometimes I say no too firm. I was told that. Um,
0: <laughs> I, I love that in midlife the word should is been eliminated. Yep. But I I should do this or I should do that. You know, I live my 30s and 40s with a lot of shoulds. Yeah. And I'm not doing that anymore. Should? Yeah. Who said? Who said I should or should not? This is what I'm going to do and um i think don't don't be afraid
2: to try new things like um i mean there's a lot of things that i'm doing right now that i'm i'm doing a um a show called um hot mess express it's an instant it's it's gonna be on youtube but it's about redoing people's rooms because i really like to do decor as well and i just you know came up with it. like why not let's do this you know i mean if it if it fails, it fails. Who cares? Nobody's going to remember in three months anyway. Nobody knows it. Nobody even cares what the hell you're doing. I think people think that people care more than they actually do care what you're doing. Uh, uh, yes. uh, um,
0: uh, even uh, if I comment,
2: uh, even yeah. it
0: doesn't mean uh-huh. necessary uh-huh. care. I love that because I, I think that's exactly true. We think people are focused on us a lot more than they are. And even when we make mistakes or fall on our face, usually no one dies.
2: Right. Right. If you don't sell a house,
0: no one dies. If if you don't get that listing, no one dies. If you have a real ghost law that no one dies, we need to get over what's really important and be willing to try all the things and be all the things. We're multidimensional creatures. And if you're not going to do it now, when are you going to do it? So, Amy, we want to kind of give you one of the last words here on what you say for the woman who's searching for her midlife moxie
2: oh gosh um that's a that's a that's a loaded question I there's so much to say on that one um uh, don't be afraid don't be afraid of trying new things um I would say blo- block out all the outside noise um that that people saying no you should don't ask anybody's opinion just do it like I, I mean you know I that's the biggest thing I think people go why ask what do you think about this? What do you think about that? I don't ask anybody's opinion for shit. I just do what I'm going to do. And I'm like, oh, I came up with this idea. I'm going to do it. And so, I don't like how this uh-huh. podcast got
0: started. We're yeah. like, we're just doing the damn thing. you know? just, do just,
2: just do it. And Life is too just do like it. it,
0: listen to something else. You know? Go back to exactly. AM radio for all I care. You know? um, and, and we don't mean that to be ugly. We're not for everybody. Oh, mercy, we're not for everybody. But it's like the people we're for, they're becoming super fans like it's kind of either a strong connection or no connection kind of thing and I'm yeah. used to that. That's the way I want it to be. But Amy, I could wait for this interview and I have to tell y'all that one of the things I love most about Amy is um you know, in this business sometimes people are you know, they have a few thousand followers, and they think they're hot khoopy and they don't have time for you. Mm. But here's Amy mm-hmm. over a million on TikTok, nearly a hundred thousand on Instagram. And I just messaged this chick out of the blue and tell her, you know, she is Midlife Moxie and we want you on our show. And your response was, oh, hell yeah. Well, in the meantime, we want to tell you about some new things here at Midlife Moxie. First of all, we hope you check out our website, midlifemoxie.net. And over there, you can go in and put your email in and get signed up for our newsletter. We're going to start putting out when we have new episodes and new blog posts. And that's another thing. So Christina,
1: tell about our blog posts. Yeah. So our blog posts are full of our Moxie partners who have either partnered with us in a podcast or um, just some of our affiliates that love to share about the midlife space. And so you guys come on over, check it out. It's so fun. And you get to know um, our community a little bit more. It gives you some insight to what we're bringing you on the podcast and what we're bringing to the community. So um, that's that's what we have in our blogs. We really love a lot it.
0: Of fun. our partners, because we truly want to make guests on our show our partners and we want to work with them in the future. They're giving us content that we can share with you. We're giving them a platform to share what they do and I just love that win-win and that we can bring you to you know more to our listeners and our followers by uh, this additional content. Something else you'll notice on our <clears throat> excuse me, our website is our retail partners page, and this is where we're going to be putting all the discount codes and special offers that we have for people who are partnering with us to support the show. So over there you can find codes for the following: so far you're going to find um, walkingcradles.com dot com, products. Candy Shapewear, Boss of Bars, and soon a Rider, which is a travel accessory. So make sure to go to our retail partners page and see the discounts that they have to offer. A little bit more about the products, what we love about them, and um, where you can reach out to those vendors. So I think we lost Amy to the internet um, world, but we really want to thank her for her time. You can find her on Instagram, Sweet Home Auburn, Alabama. And then she also has Amy barton Um So she has two accounts there. And then you can also find her on TikTok. So give her a follow if you want some great entertainment and just a good laugh. And until next time, what do we say, Christina? Go and get your monster. Bye.